Craig Brain is not your brain or my brain. Love it or hate it or something in between. Welcome to the squishy, alien middle inside of this dude's skull. Take a peek. Take a peek. Hey, it's Craig. Welcome to Craig Brain. Episode 40. It is over. I asked Jeanette to write her thoughts, her opinions on what it's been like. A lot of the stuff we've shared is deeply personal. It's about us. It's about our family. It's about our change. It's about our past, our trauma, all this stuff. But I initially called it Craig Brain, which I think... I think I'm going to call the book Living for the First Time. Um, well, we're, we're playing around with the idea. But as far as Craig Brain, I just, this has been a lot. It's not that I can't rent a studio and come do a podcast every week, but I don't need to, nor do I want to. Um, I never really wanted to do this project. I felt called to do it. And felt like the Lord said, share what I've been teaching you. And to put a bow on it for now and be done with it. Um, I just said, hey, what a better way to do that than ask Jeanette, who's, what do you think? And so she wrote something. And then it was fun because Levi edited it and she kept it away from me. And then she got it back. She's like, it's so good. And he didn't, and then Levi's like, dude, I didn't have to do much. Your wife writes way better than you. I was like, yeah, she just finishes her thoughts. I just leave them out there. And she's going to read it to me. Um, she's actually already read it to me. I just came back and recorded this intro. So I'm not going to BS you and like, oh, I wonder what it is. It's awesome. Like it was incredible as a gift. So welcome to Jeanette. Episode, what is this? Editor Jeanette. 40. Editor 40. And, and then so, there's cliff notes. Yes. Yeah, so there's like, if you don't want to listen to all or read all this, I have one last one. But Levi, as you've heard, if you're paying attention, has been helping write this. But Jeanette is the editor behind the scenes. So you've read all these. And then I thought, because we're married for now 20 years, we've had two 21 kids. 21 years. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. And um, I asked her to write something for the conclusion of Craig Brain. And I didn't give her any boundaries or limits or directions, which is pretty normal for me. Like, can you do something? And then I don't explain any of those details. And so I just said, this would be like your take on you've read this, you've lived this out with me, you've edited it. Um, what do you have? And then she wrote it and I couldn't read it. And then she sent it to Levi who sends it back. And it's kind of a fun feeling because I've gotten 39 of them back from Levi. And I'm like, oh, you made it sound so much better. So you got it back from Levi. And then I said, would you come on the podcast and share it? So like Levi did in the first episode, he read it to me. Or no, I read his. Mm-hmm. I won't read this, but you're going to read it to me. Okay. Are you nervous? A little bit. And then we'll talk about it. Should I take and notes? then we'll, ta- we'll talk yeah, about it. Yeah, in front of all these people. And we have selfish. a crowd for this. We have a live taping. So thanks to our audience for coming to the live our taping. Audience. And audience. Uh, this is part of our live audience. Okay. No, just we have some friends here. I am just nervous because 
It's, <laughs> I've never written anything before. So, you know, it's an epilogue is what it, it's called. What do you mean you've never written? I've never written anything before that people will actually like read on the internet. Like you've written books and written blogs and things like that. Like I've never written anything. So that's why I'm nervous. And oh. because it's so personal, like the first thing I ever put out is so like deeply personal. So that's why I'm nervous. So don't read okay. over my shoulder. He's Please. such a snoop. I can't believe he waited this long to even like not go and look at it when it was done. Wait, you, is that weird though? Because you've edited so much of not just my content, but for so many books. Yeah, and so, many, so many other people's stuff. Is it weird? Do you never think yeah. like, what a, when's really it, weird. when could I share something? No, I've never once thought that. Have you ever wanted to? Not really. Why did you say yes to this? Because I read all of them and this is my life because we're married and we're one person. It's very personal. So when you said, well, you write something, it seemed natural. It seemed like, well, yes, of course I will. It didn't seem, you weren't asking me to pull something out of the sky that I would have had to like research or, um, like Sam's bio. Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like, you know, it's like, hey, this is like a personal thing. And it, it wasn't difficult. Like it kind of just came pouring out. So maybe that's what people do when they're writing blogs or doing this. They're so passionate about something. It's not like they have to really think about it or do a lot of research. It just comes out. But it's like a good poop. You know, sometimes like... <laughs> You just don't have to. It's just there. <laughs> you know. You know that's true. Oh, man. All right. Okay. I had to correct the joke before it got serious. It did, It's going to get really serious real quick. Get your tissues out. Okay. Okay. Don't read over my shoulder. Just take it as it is. Let's see. Boss here. Okay. Might need this. Oh, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, I don't know where to begin this conclusion. It feels like a daunting task. I'm not a naturally gifted, empathetic writer like Levi. I don't have profound, deep thoughts like Craig. One thing I know for sure though, is that my husband is a different person from the 19 year old I met in 1995. Of course he would be different in appearance. His hair was as long as mine when I met him. Later, when he proposed, he sported a bleached out bull cut. Then it was jet black. Then highlighted and manicured. I think dreadlocks were the only style I never saw, thank God. Over the years, one thing has remained the same, his clothing and shoe game. Craig has always been into appearance. He has always picked out my whole wardrobe and I've gotten a talking to on the rare occasions when I tried to venture out and away from his selections, like this dress. To his credit though, if my outfit is cute and someone makes a comment, it's because Craig bought it for me. I've come a long way from my roots as the Oregon, Oregonian girl with no sense of style, thanks to him. Over the last few years, Craig finally settled into a consistent hairstyle. He even added sweatpants to the mix. <laughs> I said Craig has changed, but I'm not really talking about his appearance. I'm talking about his heart. After reading through each of these journal entries, you know by now that Craig always has a thought or opinion about something, anything, everything. This is how Craig has worked in his life up until now. 
in his head. I don't know anyone else whose mind functions the way that his does. If you know him personally, then chances are you'd say the same. All of that head chatter breeds both reward and suffering. <sighs> Craig has been involved in the nonprofit ministry scene since 1998, the year we were married. This go, go, go man is the only one I've ever known. The Craig who buys a gazillion domains, the Craig who offers his time to help other startup ministries succeed, the Craig who takes anyone's and everyone's phone call at any time, day or night, the, the Craig who figured out the tech game, the Craig who wants to see everyone's dreams come true, the Craig who has traveled to almost every state in the U.S. to speak about pornography addiction, the Craig who stays up late to work and gets up early to work. The Craig who moved our family two times to two different states for the ministry. The spontaneous Craig. The Craig who knocks things off people's bucket lists. The Craig who is always seeing, other, seeing a person's strengths. The Craig who is always pushing people to be better. The confident Craig. The Craig with an amazing sense of humor. The manifester Craig. The thick-skinned Craig. He is a man after God's heart. He is a social butterfly, intelligent and optimistic, a risk taker and incredible friend, a person whose mind doesn't turn off. While each of these qualities is amazing, the wonder can take a sharp turn to exhaustion for those of us who live with him, work for him and try to do life with him. If you know Craig, if you've ever, if you've experienced some part of this life alongside him, then you know that he is the real deal. And you know that the descriptions above aren't just sometimes qualities, they're non-stop, all-the-time qualities. When you allow your intellect to run your life, as opposed to your emotions, your heart, and your body, you exhaust both yourself and the people who love you. The flip side, the negative to each of Craig's positives, produced anger and arrogance, criticism and impatience, and a lack of graciousness and compassion. Craig has left others in the dust and exhausted himself in the process. He's... His speed can tire him out at the same time as it crushes others, making relaxation next to impossible and leading him right back to the anger for the cycle to repeat itself. Sorry, I gotta go back up. We have been married since 1998. We have had our highs and we've had our lows, and somehow we have managed to stay together. We prayed for the Lord's leading. We've prayed fervently for soft hearts. Craig resolved never to get divorced, and by the grace of God, we haven't. Both of us have experienced significant heart changes during the past couple of years. At this point, I am so thankful to be 100% together as we move into whatever comes next on the same page, hearts beating together in unison, insert cheesy phrase here. The changes that I'm seeing are reminding me of why I fell in love with Craig way back in 1995. It is nothing short of amazing when, after being married for so long, you can fall in love with someone all over again and, and experience a rip, rich, deep relationship. Here are a few of the changes that I love. Over the years, Craig has gotten over the fact that Elise is no longer interested in soccer and has tried to understand her deeper passion instead, dance. He has always wanted her to dance and, set, and has paid a hefty price tag to make it possible. He has always helped pursue whatever Nolan has wanted to pursue, but this year he trusted Dave to lead Nolan to his first love, music. He can still be dadager, but he is excited to play a supporting role with Nolan's music career instead of leading it. 
He takes time to relax now. He hears from and listens to the Lord. He developed a filter he runs his decisions through, i.e. he doesn't say yes to everything anymore. He has honed in on what he is good at and what work brings him life. He has found forgiveness for himself and his parents. He can clearly see when something is off when a person, with a person's demeanor. He is at peace. He isn't so fr frantic. He still has confidence, but it's in the Lord. He isn't as arrogant and his ego is dissolving. He is more patient with others. He asks for what he needs and is clear about his emotions. He is in touch with his body now. He knows what it needs. He knows what he needs, like food, exercise, and a decent night's sleep. He walks slower. He has boundaries. He doesn't just answer every call and work all night long. He knows that everything is working together and has stopped using the phrase, it's weird. He gives great counsel to those who ask for it. I don't see the anger in him when he expresses emotion. The best part of all these changes I listed is that they are here to stay. They're not here today and gone tomorrow. To anyone reading this, change is possible. I have seen a marriage, my marriage, sorry, <laughs> I said sorry, and our lives transformed right before my eyes. I am so thankful that Craig chose, <sighs> Craig chose to share his brain with all of us. It reminds me that this whole project isn't about his brain at all. It is about his heart. And his heart is beautiful. The end. <laughs> so, that's it. <laughs> you want to talk about it now? <laughs> the end. Yeah, you want to talk about it now? You said you have questions. After that. When you got it back from Levi, what did you think? I just thought it was like a perfect summary to our life. Yeah. The, you know, since 1995. Yeah. So I hope that you, I hope you like it. It's great. It's, um, yeah. I mean, like, I don't think I'm a writer, and so I just asked that about Levi, because whenever I got all these back, it was always like, oh, that's, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, it's a little nugget, a little gift. When you said, can I send it to Levi, and then I was so excited. To, <laughs> I know it's, he's, yeah. Um, no, I don't have questions about it. It's, um, <laughs> I, yeah, this project's not weird. I felt we were supposed to share it. And it's, yeah, it's the biggest impactful year of our marriage and our family. And yeah, there's not a, I don't know, it's. Are you speechless? Yeah, it's over. It's, He's um, going to go process it later and talk to me. <laughs> yeah, sums it up. You're going to say, thanks for watching Craig Brain. Oh, you're going to close it for me? No, I um, thank you for sharing it. Because to come on 
and read it. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Right. We're gonna go have sex now, so we're done. Yeah, like lots of it. No one go to bed. Put on your earmuffs. Thanks for thinking through Craig Brain. This podcast is only a small summarized part of a larger conversation. To read the full story, check out www.craigbrain.com and follow at Craig Gross on whatever social suits your fancy.